0: Hello and welcome to the Howling Monkeys Comics. Today is Sunday, April 14, 2019. Let's take a look and see what's happening with funnies together, shall we? Alright everybody, it's very exciting times around here, big week. Uh, Game of Thrones is coming back, winter is here, and the winner of the Game of Thrones will be announced soon. Uh, My money is on hot pie. Uh, also, uh, tomorrow is tax day, so you know, pay pay those taxes, or else you'll the, the government will come and take all your stuff, and you'll have to be walking around wearing a barrel because that's that's what happens when the government takes takes your money. So exciting times, indeed! Uh, hey, guess who's here? It's our co-host, M. M. How you doing? Good. Everything good in your world? Yeah. Uh, any exciting news?
1: Uh, animal play is next week.
0: There's a play about animals, and uh, who are you going to be? I'm a penguin. You're going to be a penguin, so it's funny you say that, because I think we have some comics about penguins today. So let's see. Let's see what happens. Uh, Let's move on to our first comic of the day. It's The Born Loser. In this uh, episode, The Born Loser is sitting at his table, drinking a cup of steaming hot coffee. You can tell it's hot because there's a little steam line coming off of it. And he's talking about, uh, and he's just saying, hey, reduced fat items are supposed to be healthier uh, it's very popular, there's more, a lot of reduced stuff, and he just starts listing, like Forrest, like the guy in Forrest Gump, who uh, who liked the shrimp, Bubba, he, he just lists all the things that are reduced fat. Reduced fat hamburgers, reduced fat hot dogs, mayonnaise, blah blah blah, for like three panels. And then he
1: says, even reduced fat bacon.
0: Even reduced fat bacon, exactly. So he goes through a whole list of things, and he's sitting there and goes, huh, in fact, it now seems that everything in the kitchen is reduced fat. Except me. And the joke here is that the born loser, just is. he's heavy set and he can't wait. lose weight. What?
1: What is? It looks like a hand over his cup now. No,
0: it's just a cloud of steam. Oh. That's just a, yeah. It's just. It's like he tells the joke about everything's reduced fat but me, and the. Cl- <laughs> You're right. The steam turned into a cloud suddenly because it thought the joke was stupid. Is what I think happened. But it's not a hand. It's a. It's a. It's the steam is turning uh. into a cloud, because uh, the born loser is a bit of a downer. <sighs> Our next comic of the day is Arlo and Janice, and in this ep- all right, in this episode the cat is outside and it's raining, and he meows, and he comes inside and shakes off, then he goes to the door, and wants to go out again, and so he goes out, and then it's uh, sunny. Sunny. And then uh, Arlo says, "Well, sometimes it works." Huh? Uh I, uh, I don't get this one. Honestly, I can't. He, so the cat comes inside, was wet, and he shakes off. Now he goes back outside, and it's sunny. And Arlo goes, "I get sometimes." It, I guess what he's saying is that the cat coming inside somehow sometimes changes the weather, maybe, or that at least that's what the cat thinks, and and it happens to be true. This this t- man, I I I want to get inside the brain of Jimmy Johnson and understand his comedy sometimes, but uh, maybe today is not that day. Blah. Our next comic of the day. Hey, look, it's the yes. Argyle sweater, and it's by Scott Hilburn. It's about penguins today, and remember, the Argyle sweater is what? It is not the, the Far side. side. That's right. It is not the Far Side. Don't be confused. So anyway, there's a bunch of penguins sitting around. That's a flock of penguins, right? Like you call a, them a colony. Oh, it's a colony of penguins. Okay, so there's a colony of penguins, and they all look like penguins except one of them is pink instead of white.
1: In, in, yeah, like on their like white part
0: on his belly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, one of the penguins goes, "Well, that's why you should wash similar colors together, Dar- Dominic." <laughs> <laughs> because the joke. Okay, the joke is that if you like put a red sock in the wash in the washer with white clothes, you might turn them pink. So. He's telling the other penguin that that's why he shouldn't wash red with uh, his white clothes. But that's ridiculous because, of course, penguins
1: don't wear clothes, don't wear
0: clothes, or own washing machines, (laughs) and they certainly don't own red things.
1: They (sighs) could maybe they have a secret society,
0: (laughs) A, a penguin secret society. Yes, that's possible. I had not considered, not considered that. Our next comic of the day is Brian Crane's pickles in this episode uh mrs pickles is talking to mr pickles on the couch and she goes hey do you remember when you used to hold my hand and he grabs her hand very sweetly and says oh like this and he says oh do you remember when you used to lean over and give me a peck on the cheek and he very sweetly kisses her on the cheek and it says it says peck coming off of of her there's a sound a sound word that says peck and then and then she goes and then do you remember that you you'd nibble the back of my neck uh and then Earl, Mr. Pickles, gets up and, and she goes, Hey, where are you going? And he says, To get my teeth. And the joke here is that Mr. Pickles uh, has dentures. Because he's he's an older gentleman. Cool. Our next comic of the day is The Wizard of Id by Hart, and Pick and Parker. In this episode, uh, Bung the Jester walks into the castle. And everybody's wearing them party hats. You know, those pointy party hats. Uh, and they're just saying good morning. He's going. He walks into like a banquet room, and there's uh, balloons everywhere. Uh, and then finally, he goes and sees the king, and there's a banner up that says "Happy Tax Day." And he goes, "Oh yeah, I forgot." And the king says, "Hey, it's the greatest day of the year." And the joke here is that Tax Day is when the king takes money from his subjects, and he and increases his wealth while decreasing theirs, and that makes him very happy because he is he is a cruel despot. Our next comic of the day is, hey, look, it's Yay,
1: <laughs> more penguins more. and their enemy.
0: Hey, hey, don't give, don't, no, no spoilers. Hold on. Uh, that's right. It's another, another, it's Alex Halott's, uh Arctic Circle in this episode. There's some penguins sitting around drinking coffee like penguins do. And uh, one of the penguins goes, hey, following a tip off, some stolen penguins were recovered by police and returned to the, to the zoo. Uh, and they the other penguin goes, huh, wait a minute. Who tipped them off? And how are they returned? And then we cut to the British police station. And there's a Bobby, which is a policeman in Britain. Uh, and two penguins. And he goes, I'm going to do this in a British accent. This will be really good. There you go, fellas. Your zookeeper helped us out. And here he is to pick you up. And there's a zookeeper there to pick him up. Except what is it really? A killer whale. It's a killer whale wearing a hat that says zoo. And the joke here... Is that uh, the killer whale is just gonna eat them? So that's that's the joke there. Is that uh, I can oh,
1: tell the penguins know that.
0: Yeah, they can. You can tell because their eyes are kind of like wide open, aren't they?
1: They're just like, why well, are you sending us with them, him?
0: That's right. So um, the London police—I assume it's London, yeah, uh, somewhere in the UK—that the, the police are just uh, negligently giving penguins to killer whales. So that's not good. Our next coming of the day is uh, Snuffy Smith by John Rose, and in this episode, um, all right, Aunt Aunt Louise is passing out chocolate chip cookies, and she gives one cookie to 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 Little Tater, she gives two cookies to Jug Hade, and then she gives four cookies to Snuffy, and then Jug Hade says, "Hey, how come Uncle Snuffy gets twice as many cookies as I do?" And then Snuffy goes. He's right, Ma, taint fair. I'm five times his age. I should get 10 cookies. <laughs> See, it's a math joke because uh, he's he's much older than, than Jughead. And if you do the math, he's entitled to that many more cookies. Because let's say Jughead's 10 and Snuffy's 50. I don't know if those that numbers are accurate. Uh, but he would he would get, you know, five. Well, no, I'm doing my math wrong. He's five times Jughead's age. So which I don't think that's right. Okay, let's say Jughead no, that's right. I did it right. I am bad at I am very bad at math. It, let's say that Jughead's ten and Snup, and Snuffy's fifty. So what? Ten times five is fifty, right? So if Jughead gets gets two cookies, Snuffy Snuffy should get ten because that's that's five times as many cookies, which is representative I think I'm over explaining this.
1: Yes. And also, why are we talking about math?
0: Because that's what the whole joke... That's the whole Yeah, joke. who cares if we're
1: talking about math? Who cares if we have to do it? This is not a math show.
0: <laughs> we should do a math show. You want to do a math no! show? No! Right. We'll do a math show next. No! Coming up, the Howling Monkey does math. It'll be no, very good. No,
1: this will be the worst.
0: It'll be... Very fine. And it's going to all be Snuffy Smith related math as well. No. so If you got eight revenuers... And two of them stop down at the general store. How no, many revenue? No, no, no. Revenuers- this is
1: not the math show, and we're not even gonna make a math show.
0: Six revenue.ers All right, our next comic of the day is Croc by Retchen and Wilder. In this episode, uh, they, uh, the, the 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 one of the supervisors of the salt mines goes, Ah, one of my workers is stealing food. Find out who. And um, he uh, the supervisor pulls aside somebody, or the guy pulls aside somebody, and goes, Ah, come with me, Henson. And, uh, it's a, it's a larger guy. And, uh, the super says, ah, very good. He figured it out. But then, uh, Henson, uh, talks to the guy. He pulled out and goes, hey, listen, I want you to go undercover and help me find the person that's stealing food. And, uh, the guy goes, sure, but I want to finish my ham sandwich first.
1: He's the one.
0: Exactly. You've cracked the case. This, you did that better than you do even at a Slylock Fox episode. You, you've solved the crime very readily. Just so. because
1: he has a hand ham sandwich. Right, that's right.
0: He, he has a ham sandwich, and uh therefore he is the the thief. Our next episode our next comic of the day is Dennis the Menace by Hank Ketchum. In this episode, uh Dennis and his pal Joey are walking around and they see Margaret, and uh, Dennis goes, Hey, Margaret thinks she knows everything. Check this out. And he goes, Hey, Margaret, bet you can't tell me what I had for lunch today. And Margaret kind of looks at his, his looks at him and goes, well, it looks like you had milk, peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and some pudding. And uh, Joey goes, wow, she's good. And Dennis says, yeah, I guess I better start wearing a bib. The joke here is, of course, do you understand the joke on this one? Yes. Tell me.
1: Okay, so like, if you have a bib, it won't get on your shirt, and then she can't tell.
0: Right, exactly. But, but because Dennis is a sloppy eater and wasn't wearing a bib, she could tell what he ate by just by looking at his shirt. So that's that's funny, and th- in this episode, look at this. A
1: narwhale. I've already learned about those.
0: <laughs> it's Hagar the Horrible by Dick Brown with No C. In this episode, uh, Hagar and Lucky Eddie, who is the Viking with a funnel for a hat, or in a boat, and they're they're clearly like in the in the in the Antarctic or the Arctic, whichever up north, whichever one that is. And um,
1: actually, that's up because they um uh, narwhals are, um narwhals only live at the top.
0: Okay, so it's the north. Uh, so they see a narwhal, and uh, Hagar goes, hey, is that a sea unicorn? And he goes, no, no. And Eddie goes, no, it's a narwhal. And then uh, Eddie sees a walrus and says, walrus? and
1: uh, Walruses are on both sides.
0: Okay. And, and Hagar goes, well, what's a walrus? Hmm. And then uh, he goes, hey, look, it's a puffin colony
1: colony. And it's
0: a bunch of puffins. and they- I
1: don't think they're called colonies. I think they are called flocks.
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what a puffin, a group of puffins. Oh, also, po-
1: I also told you, they can fly. They're not penguins.
0: Okay, puffins are not penguins. You heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. Puffins can fly and are therefore not penguins because penguins cannot fly. Um, and then look, oh look, it's a polar bear and her baby cub. Look at that.
1: Yep, they're definitely on the north.
0: And then finally, uh, Hagar is as they're flying, leaving, flying as they're as they're floating away. Says, "Well, what a waste of a voyage! There's nothing valuable way up here in the north.
1: A narwhal?
0: and the, yeah, that's the joke. See, and is a the, walrus, yeah,
1: and a polar bear, and yeah. puffins,
0: yeah, exactly. they're rare. Exactly. See, is that Hagar can't appreciate nature and doesn't understand that that our true treasure are the living things on our planet, not not gold and and uh, crowns and whatnot, so pretty pretty good there. And puffins, he likes puffins. I like puffins. Our next comic of the day is Popeye's Cartoon Club, and and you'll remember that uh, Popeye's Cartoon Club is different. Artists are uh, and writers are doing Popeye cartoons in their own style, and uh, so this one we have Jeff Parker's. Popeye Cartoon Club entry and it's called Dollars for Dawes D-A-W-W-S and so in this episode Olive Oil comes up on Wimpy who is sitting alone in a chair with a jar and he's crying and the jar has a butterfly or a moth flying out of it it's empty and underneath it it says donations for duck dinner and uh, Olive Oil goes well how's your fundraising going Wimpy and he goes oh it's terrible and she goes well I think people like to give to uh, my children's drive. They also like to give to animals. Maybe you need to change your approach. And then goes, hmm. And then the final panel, he is walking along with with Eugene the Jeep on a leash and, and, and Sweet Pea riding, <laughs> riding the Jeep. And he's saying, cash for cuteness, come reward the already lovable. And there's a guy behind him just throwing money at him. And,
1: and then there's Popeye painting he, this
0: boat. boat. Yeah, yeah, he's just there to prove that it's Popeye, I guess. And his hat's flying off because he's so confused by this. But the the joke here is that people tend to reward things that may not actually need to be rewarded and don't, Reward things that need reward, but in this case, I mean, this was just wimpy wanting a duck dinner, so it's really not that good of a social commentary. And uh, he's apparently stolen an animal and a child to get people to give him money. So this no, is no, no, no.
1: I think that's a uh, Miss O's child.
0: Oil, olive oil. It is. It's sweet pea. Is olive oil's? I think. I don't know if it's her. I forget the like the family tree here, but uh, yeah, it, it, it's under her. And then her the
1: Jeep. Is that the Jeep? That's the
0: Jeep. Eugene the Jeep. Who is uh, a Jeep? Obviously. Eh. Ah, so the point is, is that you know people give things that are cute. Our next comic of the day is the Lockhorns by Bunny Hoist and John Reiner, and the Lockhorns on Sunday is like a series of single panels. I'm not gonna go through all of them. I'm mean, in fact, there's like five of them, but I only want to talk about one. Uh, where <laughs> they're they're sitting around, and uh, Mrs. Lockhorn is talking to a friend, I guess, and there's a bunch of kids. And Mister Lockhorn's walking away, and uh, and and somebody is saying it takes a village to raise a child, and Leroy is a village idiot. Uh, I don't know if she's insulting one of her children. I don't know if she's insulting a husband. Uh, I don't know who she's insulting. But the point is, is that um, it there's an old saying, and and made. It's an old saying. It takes a village to raise a child. You know, Hillary Clinton used that in a book, uh, but it goes way back before that. Uh, so it takes a village. But Leroy, whoever Leroy is, is the village idiot. See, that's the. I
1: think Leroy is the guy that she was
0: like. You think it's Mister Mister Lockhorn?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it might be. I don't know. I should know the Lockhorns' names, but I don't because I try not to retain any information about the Lockhorns in my brain because it's not it's not funny. It might have been funny in like 1953, you know, Don Drake were sitting around just chuckling at it, but, uh, I don't, I don't think that was even the case. Our next comment. Oh, oh it's this time, huh? Family, the Family Circus. Uh, uh, oh my, okay, this one's, all right, in this episode, mom is sitting in the middle of a room. Which is in her house, but it's a uh, the room is, is is just inky blobs of color. There's nothing in the room except a green ottoman which she is sitting on. That is literally the only thing. And the in dog this, and a door. Well, yeah, there's a dog and a door. And but, the floor. Yeah, fine. Well, there no. I don't even think there's a floor. There's like just white space. It's like she's in this this existential hellscape that that she lives in, and I don't know. I, anyway, she's sitting on this ottoman. And uh, she says to Billy, Billy, no, the answer is no. So Billy leaves and he comes back, or maybe he does not leave. She just says, no, the answer is no. And Billy goes, but mommy, everybody else is allowed to do it. And they, in in mom's head, we see, she's writing her own family. So this is a family circus comic strip. She's like thinking of one in her own head. It's a family circus strip within a family circus strip. The, this is like Family Circus Inception, and it's, it's, oh, okay. And what she's seeing is, is it saying a thing that says, Billy Pole survey of one equals quote, everybody else. And it shows Billy talking to one kid and then running home because, you know, everybody else is just the one other kid she talked to, so... So she says no, and Billy says, well, everybody else can. But then, boom, in her Inception view of the comic uh, that she created, he's just talking to this one guy, and that's everybody else. So that's the point is that kids exaggerate things. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, So he didn't really talk to everybody else, right? He just talked to one guy. But he's saying it's everybody else, right? Uh Uh-huh. Is that funny? No. Thank you. But Thank yes you. It it's a, no, you already it's said it's so no, no. funny. You I heard you say it's no, not no, no, fun. no, no, I funny. I win. No. I win. I win. No, only I the part win. she's
1: thinking. I win. Only the part she's not thinking is not funny.
0: Duh. Finally but today.
1: Everything else is.
0: <laughs> finally today, Andy Cap is drunk. This program is brought to you by Law Dog Productions LLC. We're on the web at howlingmonkeyradio.com where you can find our other shows and content. You can also learn about ways to support our efforts there. You can reach us through our email address, info at howlingmonkeyradio.com.